Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Time to bring in our global talkers to chat about the headlines across the province tonight. Bill Kelly, you can hear him on AM 900 CHML and Andrew Lawton over at AM 980 CFPL. Hey, guys. How's it going tonight? Been busy, guys. Been busy. And, you know, we were just touching upon this in my last segment. The government agency, you know, no checks and balances. It seems like Orange was a big old piggyback costing us a billion dollars. And that is according to the Auditor General. So that's not my opinion. This was six years and the cops couldn't get anywhere, not necessarily because there was nothing to find, but because people wouldn't talk. I'll start with you on, on this, Bill. Is it ancient history? No, no, it's not. I, I heard your last segment with John, and Alex, I've known you for a long time. I get the sense you're pretty peed off about this. This is, this is, uh, this is and, senior and care. So, you know? Justifiably so. Yeah. Uh, the $250,000 price tag the OPP give, I, I talked to a buddy of mine in law enforcement, he says, you know what, over six years, that's the cost of coffee and donuts. I don't know what the hell they were doing. But, but over and above that, the problem is, is uh, as you articulated in your last segment, these guys were stonewalled. There was a lack of information. The, the police are not going to lay charges anywhere where they don't, there's no chance of conviction. And they had no information. They got blocked every time. And the key word that you guys talked about in your last segment that I think we need to talk about here is oversight. Yeah. This, this BS about, well, it's an arm's-length organization. Cut the crap. You know, it's government money that's going into it. It's taxpayers' money that's going into this. The government is responsible for this. Don't give me this excuse that, well, we, we got a report once a year and everything seemed to be okay. We knew that this was going on. I mean, Chris Mazza, the former CEO, uh, we knew that he set up, you know, his shadow companies and he funneled money back into it. This, is, this isn't a government. There's no crime here by the government. This is administrative, and they should have been looking after this, and they didn't do it. No, and Andrew, I mean, it was going on for a long time. I mean, the, the, the government just kept shelling money out and never asking questions. Yeah, and I think that's the fundamental reality of government programs in general, and, and certainly when you have one that's mired in this much activity that arguably could be illegal. From a political perspective, I, I'm afraid that I would have to agree with the question you posed that it is distant history now. I mean, this is something that goes back when we look at all the liberal scandals, the gas plants and the by-elections in Orange. I mean, Orange is one, and e-health as well doesn't even blip anymore for people. Yeah. And when you have now the OPP taking a step back from this, it, it looks like no heads are rolling at all from this. Yeah, it's like no one is held. No one is held to account, and these are the people that fight for the quote unquote middle class. I mean, you can't say you're fighting for the middle class when we're the ones stuck paying for all of this behavior. Yeah. Well, but that's the problem, though, Alex. You know, and I heard you talk about orange is an essential service. Absolutely. I, I, I was up in Collingwood. I passed that horrific accident just by Stainer about ten minutes after it happened last Friday. But and orange was a key element in saving lives and getting people over there. So we need that. It's absolutely necessary. But where is the oversight and the administration? It seems to be lacking. 
Yeah. And no, the, it's the same as hospitals. I mean, hospitals are an essential service as well. That doesn't mean you give them a pass when stuff happens. But the God. thing is, I mean, hospitals are a lot more central to the system that there is a lot more oversight there. And, and Orange is something that is a, a relatively new agency compared to a, a lot of other ones. And, and you're right, they have been, by that arm's length definition, uh, pretty far removed from the people that should be paying attention to what's been going on. Yeah, this is why I hate all these arm length agencies, because they just it time and time again we hear about this um well the, the thing is when it when it comes to giving patronage appointments when it comes to giving extra money when it comes to getting votes they're all in lockstep with one another but once the you know what hits the fan oh no no their arms we have nothing to do with them they're just you know we, we forgot we even owned them yeah pretty much well let's talk about the uh, carbon tax because i know you guys are watching all the leadership uh, hopefuls are swinging through your neck of the woods my neck of the woods andrew yours um, all three of them now on record saying that they are against it. Doug Ford, I think, is the most definitive, saying, you know, he, just watch me. I will not do this, and if Trudeau tries to make it happen, um, he will not let that happen. But I will point out, without a carbon tax, you do not have the people's guarantee. So, Andrew, how do you square that circle? Well, to be honest, I think that the problem that the people had with the people's guarantee is that the only policy that anyone, inside or outside of the conservative movement in Canada, could tell you was in it was the carbon tax. So I don't think there's really any love lost from a lot of the PC base and, and certainly the general population because people don't know what was in it anyway. Well, you can't, you can't have that $1.9 billion in health spending or that subsidized daycare. That would go out the window. No, but but let me say, I think that Ontarians have, because I'm, I'm a firm opponent of the carbon tax. I always have and I always will be. We have, as Ontarians, Doug Ford to thank on this, because we know that Caroline Mulroney was initially before it, before she was against it. Christine Elliott did not come out as forcefully on this right out of the gate. Doug Ford did, and I, I'm saying it right now, he has moved the needle on yep. this race. And he has forced the other candidates to take that position because they would have been talking to people behind the scenes and finding that, no, 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 we can't give Doug Ford the high ground on this one. Yeah, 100 percent. But here's the problem on that, guys. I, Alex, I, Andrew, I don't disagree with you. I think you're bang on on this. But my question is, at what cost? Because mm-hmm. they lost the last two elections because the, the PCs in Ontario were perceived to be hard right. We don't want the common sense revolution phase two. I think what Patrick Brown tried to do with that was say, we're going to be kinder, gentler. We're going to move a little bit more mm-hmm. to the center. Yeah, oh, it was totally strategic. Was yeah. If they abandon that, then you're giving the opposition, and that means the sitting government, the opportunity to say, you know what, same old Tories, same old Mike Harris stuff, same old Tim Hudak stuff. You don't want those people. You don't slash and burn. Uh, I think they're opening themselves up, and it may play well to the base, but you know what, they've done that in the past, and they lost. Okay, but here's so- the thing. I'm going to step in then. That that I put on the people of Ontario. Smarten up and use your head. Stop buying the spin. The bottom line is, both of you, we have to uh, tighten our belts here. We cannot just keep giving stuff away. At some point, we... I get that, Alex. Yeah. I get that. No, but you it, know what? That's the message Mike Harris gave in 1995, and people bought into yeah. it. And they saw they saw healthcare spending. They saw downloading onto municipalities and property taxes skyrocket. And they said, "We don't want to go there." Tim Hudak tried to do that. And God, I love Tim. He's a great guy. But he tried to to bring in common sense revolution phase two. And they said, "No, no, no. We're not going there. We don't want to do that." And and well, the unions point, didn't on, for Alex, sure. You just made it but, the point a minute ago. Without that revenue from the carbon tax, where is the funding for all mm-hmm. these things that they want to do? The answer is we're going to slash and burn to try to cut. And that's Doug Ford's mantra. Slash and burn. We're going to cut program costs. We're going to find efficiencies. Everybody who's ever run for public office in this province in the last hundred years, we're going to find efficiencies. And you know what? It doesn't work. It, and I, 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 
you know, we're not that naive enough that we're going to buy into that. I don't know that they are. I'm not suggesting they're wrong and everybody else is right. But it's, it's, it's you know what, it, it's going back to the 1995 uh, mantra, and I don't think people are going to buy it anymore. I'm not saying this well, We didn't have debt, and we had services. I mean, look, I would give anything to go back to common sense. But, I mean, the bottom line is, Andrew, it is hard to campaign on because the public sector, with their big, fat, healthy pensions that we pay for and their constant raises every three years, they rule the province and they will vote. And they will also direct yeah. the narrative. Yeah, but, but I got to take issue with what you said there, Bill, in, in one sense. And that is that we know that there are very short attention spans that politicians that, and we in the media have to contend with. And when you are winning or fighting an election based on, well, our carbon tax is better than their carbon tax, mm-hmm. you've already lost. Because I don't think the average Ontarian can make a distinction between cap and trade and the revenue neutral carbon tax. Because every government program, we're, we're told it's revenue neutral. And, and how, how often does that work out? Yeah, well, it and, has. And, Listen, I'll give you an example quickly. I know you're running out of time. Alex, in British Columbia, the, 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 you know, the Christie Clark government, and they call them liberals, but I mean, we all know that the liberal government in, P- in B.C. is really a, a conservative government. They did this, but they, they offset that with, property, with, with tax cuts, and it was, it was revenue neutral. And you know what? It's been in place for three or four years, and it's working. And that's what Patrick Brown was trying to do here. And now the Tory party say, no, we're not going to do that. I don't, in the absence of any policy, I don't know where they're going to go here. Yeah, I get, I get strategically why Patrick Brown was doing it. It just, it yeah, did not. it made a lot of sense, and I think it was going to garner him support. And it would have. simply said, we're not going there now, because, but, but because our old-style base doesn't like it. Well, if you play to the old-style base, where are you going to go? Election, there's a federal election coming up in 2019, and we're going to have the Conservatives campaigning in that election against a carbon tax. And, and for the Conservatives to have, in one election, running on the platform, from that a carbon tax is good, and then a year later, the federal conservatives arguing against it, I think that's going to show a, a party in disarray and a movement in disarray. Stay okay. tuned. It's going to get interesting because they're going to have to tell us, how are you going to rewrite a platform in a, in a couple of months and, uh, you know, if carbon tax is going? But thanks for the conversation, guys. As our, guy, as our friend says, it's a great day for talk radio. We can do, <laughs> talk about stuff like this. Thanks a lot. Thank you. You're t- it's very true. That's Bill Kelly, who you can hear over on AM 900 CHML, and Andrew Lawton over at AM 980 CFPL.